Welcome to the Pastoral Leadership Series. And in the second series of the Pastoral Leadership Series, I'm looking at the 12 truths about spiritual leadership. Because the first series, we looked at spiritual leadership. So it's a continuation of the first part. And we are looking at the 12 truths about spiritual leadership. Truth number one, the spiritual leadership mantle is no respecter of persons. Moses was a stammerer. Joseph was a prisoner. David was a shepherd. Deborah was a woman. Daniel was a slave. Jacob was a deceiver. Peter was unschooled. And Timothy was young. And yet all these people, God used them for a divine assignment. It doesn't matter who you are. Spiritual leaders are not some special people with some extreme gifts that God goes to take and uses them. God does not use already made materials. He uses raw materials. So if you are raw, ordinary like I am, then you are a candidate for spiritual leadership. God is not waiting for you to overcome your weaknesses for him to use you. Noah was a drunkard. God still used him. Look at Jacob was a deceiver, but God still used him to give birth to the nation Israel and to the 12 tribes. Moses was a stammerer. He couldn't speak. Yet God used him to send a message. In fact, Moses was not only a stammerer, he was also a murderer. Yet God used him. What about people like Paul, the Apostle Paul, who was persecuting the church? God still used him as a leader. People will want you to believe that you are not a candidate for spiritual leadership. But I want you, by the Spirit of God, to believe that if God can use these men, God can also use you. If God can use me, the God can also use you. You are a candidate for a massive spiritual leadership assignment. Believe it and receive it. Number two, the spiritual leadership mantle is no respecter of places. It can locate you at the remotest place. Joseph was located in prison. Gideon was located in a wine press. David was located in a wilderness. Jeremiah was located in the womb. Esther was located in exile. Peter was located on the beach. Can you imagine? I was located in Adabraka, a place in, in Accra, a suburb in Accra, very poor suburb in Accra, and I lived in the forest of the suburbs, opposite a mosque, in a crowded compound house where all manner of domestic animals were raised in a smelly environment. And yet, God left all the beautiful places in Ghana and came to look for a bishop from that environment. You don't need to be in America for God to call you. You don't need to move to a city for God to call you. If God called Jeremiah in the womb and said to him, once you are in your mother's womb, I knew you and I set you apart. If he called him in the womb, what would be the most remotest place for God to call a man than the womb? Then God can call you. Anywhere you are, he can call you. And I believe he's calling you now. 
You may, you may be growing up in a broken home. You may be growing up in a violent community. God is still calling you as to be a spiritual leader. Respond to that call. Believe it and respond to that call. For those of you already have responded to your call of spiritual leaders, God may be calling you for a bigger assignment, but you are allowing your environment to dictate to you. Don't allow that environment to dictate to you, pastor. Rise up, that church leader, rise up. Respond to that call. If we are looking for a perfect environment, a perfect situation to be called, please forget it. God doesn't call you from a perfect situation. He calls you from that imperfect environment so that he can take all the glory when you start achieving beyond your expectations. Number three, the spiritual leadership mantle is no respecter of academic credentials. As chapter 4, verse 13, from the NIV, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished. They were astonished and took note that these men had been with Jesus and took note that these men had been with Jesus. Can you imagine? They saw the work of Peter and John, cripples walking, they, preaching one sermon and 3,000 people giving their lives to Jesus. The shadows of Peter raising the dead and healing the sick. And they were astonished to see that these men had not gone to school. They were not theologians. They were not PhD holders. They were not even first degree holders. They were not even secondary school uh, graduates. They were not even primary school graduates. And yet God was using them mightily. Whilst education is important, it is not a qualification for spiritual leadership. It is not. God can use you whether you have been to school or not. He can use you. Number four, the spiritual leadership mantle is no respecter of tribes. Is no respecter of tribes. First Samuel chapter 9, verse 21. Saul answered, Saul answered, but am I not a Benjamite from the smallest tribe of Israel? And it's not my clan, the least of all the clans of the tribe of Benjamin. Why do you say such a thing to me? This was when Saul was prophesied that unto that God was going to make him the king, the first king of Israel. Why will God choose the first king of Israel from the last tribe of Israel? And within the last tribe of Israel, he chose from the least of the clans. <laughs> just to send a message to you that it doesn't matter your village or the tribe you came from God can still use you number five the spiritual leadership mantle is no respecter of age it's no respecter of age Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 7 but the Lord said to me do not say I am only a child you must go to everyone I send you and say whatever I command you I became a pastor at a tender age of 22. By the age of 14, I was already preaching. The calling of God is no respecter of age. So those of you who are looking to come of age to respond to God's calling, you don't need to. You have to come of spiritual age. Spiritual maturity is the key to the calling of God upon your life. 
Number six, the spiritual leadership mantle is no respecter of gender. It's no respecter of gender. Judges chapter 4 verse 4, Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lepidon, was leading Israel at that time. So Deborah, in the midst of male-dominated culture, God raised Deborah. She was a prophetess. At the same time, she was a wife. She did not allow her marital status to affect her ministry and was leading Israel at that time and was providing national leadership. She was married. She had a public service duty and yet she had a strong ministry. She had a strong ministry. If she was a, a, a barren woman, the Bible would have stated so. But the Bible did not say so. So she was raising children, had a family to take care of. But look at this woman. She must be a motivating factor for you as a woman. That God can use you anywhere, anytime, provided you respond to his calling. Number seven, the spiritual leadership mantle is no respecter of personality. It's no respecter of personality. First Samuel 16 and the verse 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height. For I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Amazing scripture. You see, God does not look at your height. He looks at your heart. Man looks at your height, how you appear, how nice you look. You know, some people might not be appointed in some churches because they don't look nice. They don't have a certain type of personality that the church wants to project. But hey, it does not mean that God will not appoint you. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, he had already appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So even before your nose was formed, he has already appointed you. So a man may discourage you by the shape of your nose, the shape of your mouth and your face. But for God, before they were even formed, he had already appointed you. Do not allow anybody to discourage you from responding to the calling of God because of your personality. Number eight, the spiritual leadership mantle you don't pursue does not come to you. The spiritual leadership mantle you don't pursue does not come to you. 1 Kings chapter 19 and the verse 20. Elisha then left his ozen and ran after Elijah. The reason why Elisha received the double portion of Elijah's anointing was because he pursued the oil on that man, on Elijah. The anointing you are looking for, you must run after it. You must pursue it. You must pursue it. Number nine, the spiritual leadership mantle is for servants. It's for servants. If you are not ready to serve from the bottom of your heart, forget pursuing the spiritual leadership mantle. Matthew 20, verse 25 and 27. Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so would you. Instead, whoever wants to be Great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be a slave. So spiritual leadership mantle is for servants. Then number 10, the spiritual leadership mantle requires strength and courage. It requires strength and courage. It's not for faint-hearted people. First Joshua chapter 1 verse 6. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people. 
Because you will lead these people. Why was God asking Joshua to be strong and courageous? Because of the spiritual leadership assignment. You have to be strong. You have to be courageous. You have to be tough and have mental toughness. And your heart has to be courageous to be able to provide spiritual leadership. Number 11. God is constantly or consistently looking for available verses to prepare for spiritual leadership assignments. Are you that person God is looking for? Ezekiel chapter 22 verse 30. I looked for a man among them who would build up a wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not have to destroy it. But I found none. But God is finding you. God is looking for a man and he's found you. Finally, 12. Some spiritual leadership mantles are the preserve of loyalists. When Judas left his place of leadership, they had to find one to replace him. And look, look at the characteristics. As chapter 1, the verses 21 and 22. Therefore, it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. That's why you need consistency. You need to be loyal. You need to be at a place for a long time to be trusted for a certain position of leadership. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope it's been a blessing to you because I'm blessed myself and I know that you are blessed too. Thank you. Love you.